Hey, everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of the TSC News Podcast. I sincerely appreciate y'all checking us out. For those wondering how, you can access us. We're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we're on it. We also have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports courier. Or you could just search my name, Fred Ricciani, or TSC News. Be sure to enable notifications so you never miss an update. We're also on Instagram at TSC News, Twitter at Sports Courier, Facebook.com slash the sports courier sit back relax and enjoy the latest tsc audio all right we are now being joined by chris cyborg go ahead nolan chris congratulations on the win uh 16 years in the in, in the mma world and you're still killing it uh talk to me about that performance you just had out there how are you feeling after it you know i started after 16 years of experience you know i start to enjoy the moment inside of the cage because a lot of people telling me, Chris, no, we're not going to have so many. I say, you're going to have so many. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love I love fight. I love my job. And I'm very excited. I knew it led me to stuff. I knew, you know. And I, I know how to work hard to do real tough fighter. And I knew it was going to be a one fight, exciting fight. Yeah, and you told me before the fight, you thought that this was a t- totally different fight than the first one. And it proved to be that. Uh, were you surprised at how tough she was and, and how many shots it took you to put her out? You know, I, I, I really put some clear shots on her. I, I guess she handled it, you know, but I knew she was tough. You know, I knew I have to be one punch for him. She was leaping. So, you know, she's not going to stop. I, I knew this. What did you think of the stoppage? It was kind of interesting watching it from my perspective. It, it seemed like she went out and then you hit her again and she kind of woke up and the fight just continued, you know? <laughs> I know sometimes you hit and then you hit again the person or cup. But, you know, I think she, I think she's really, I saw sometimes she's out a little bit, but I keep punching her. I wait to the free stop. For sure. And uh, after the fight, you said, I kind of want Kat Zingano next. I think that would be a fun one for the fans. Can you explain to me why you like that matchup so much? You know, I'm 16 years fighting, did a lot of experience, and you cannot be a goat if you scare the cat. So I, I asked for, see if Scott Coker agree with me, I would like to fight Kat Zingano. No disrespect to any, her. You know, I know she's a real fighter, and, but I think it's going to be a great fight between us. All right, we'll take a few more from the media joining us virtually tonight. Darren, your line is now live. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on your victory, Chris. You kind of touched upon this in your last answer, but is there anything that you feel still has to be accomplished in your career, both in the ring and outside of the ring? You know, I... I, I don't feel like I need to prove anything for anyone. You know, I really step in the octagon and do something I love to do. And, and you know, getting better every day, getting proof. You know, and I say thank for my team, everyone here with me. But the, all the girls, this camp I did with half girls and half boys. And for me, it make me very happy. Because the beginning of my career, 16 years ago, I trained in shooter box. Me, only the girl and the 40 guys. So how see the women's MMA improve so much, make my heart very happy. Michael. Hey, Chris, congratulations on your victory tonight. A hell of a performance. This is uh, your second fight with Leslie Smith. Uh, what do you find different on Leslie as a fighter this time? What evolved from her strategy on this time compared to the first time you faced her? You know, the first time, I feel this way. I make weight. I really can't warm up too much because I cut so much weight. And I go to straight the fight and say, man, I need to finish this fight soon I can I don't know if I can handle more. So now I know I prepared the real my, my real division. I feel I feel great. Enjoy the moment to fight the right moment for finish the fight. Gabriel, hey Chris, congratulations. Um, you, t- I think a lot of people said Kat Zingano makes sense. I was wondering, you know, did you see the girls competing at featherweight earlier in the night? Liam McCord and Janae Harding. 
You know, I didn't, I didn't watch the fights before. I only Fox for my fight, but probably I will watch after. I was going to say, do you feel like, you know, do you still see a lot of girls still there for you past Cat possibly? Or do you not only think one fight at a time for you? You know, I believe in my partner, Scott Coker. I know he's going to have a lot of girls and I know he's going to have more fights. And I believe this division 16 years ago, I believe. And he believed together with me. And I know this real division go up. A lot of girls are going to come up. Maria. Hi, Chris. Maria with Throwing Bows podcast. Congratulations on a wonderful fight. I wanted to ask you, in the past, you've been known for finishing fights quickly. Uh, this fight, had it gone the distance, would have been the first fight that went the distance for you in over 12 years. Was slowing down the pace and being more patient a focal point of your training camp? You know, the whole long time, the, my whole team work patient with me. You know, I, I can enjoy the moment in the, inside the, the cage. And the patient, I mean, you can finish the fight clear, you know. And I've been working patient, yes. Giancarlo? I know my friends don't like this. Even my mom don't like. She want to finish as soon as possible. I know people don't happy with me. <laughs> Giancarlo, go ahead. Uh, hi, Chris. Congrats on defending your title tonight. Uh, again, like you mentioned, Kat Zingano as uh, your next opponent. How soon would you like to have that fight? Would you like a longer layoff or would you like to get that in as soon as possible? You know, soon possible. I, I always train, you know, I, I've been training for a long time. I, I train, I don't just train for the camp. I train for, for all a year when they close the fight. I just do something different for my opponents. But, you know, anytime Scott Coker, when I ask me for a fight, talk to my manager, I'm ready. All right, last one here, Sean. Uh, Chris, you know, congratulations on getting the victory. You know, talk about the game plan for the fight, you know, specifically with your team. You know, you have to strategize with a team that, you know, is different from the one that you fought. I mean, you trained for your other fights with. So, you know, talk about how much uh, you welcome that challenge, you know, gaining new training partners and new coaches. You know, the game plan is, Chris, patient, work everything you have. For, you see the opportunity for finish the fight. Man, I work everything, I train everything, you know, and I just see the opportunity to finish the fight. All right, thanks for the time, Chris. Congrats on the win. Hey, I'm just saying, guys, I'm gonna be Zoom party. Oh, if I go to my website, sign up, I'm gonna be 2 a.m. with you guys for support. You guys are gonna leave me talk because I'm gonna talk. Okay, I wanna say thank you for all the girls helping me, you know. Sabina, Samira Mazo helped me. The, the, the Gianni, she's going to be the next champ, I believe. It's Sabina, too. And Justine Kisha, she's really good to help me. Thomas, everyone helping me train. Cobrinha, thank you for all patience with me. Ray, you know, Idol, everybody helped me. My team, Adi, you know, everybody believe in me. Eva, good, everyone. Forgive me if I forgot somebody, but you know, I love you guys and I'm really happy with you around me. Thanks so much. All right, we are now being joined by Scott Coker. Whenever you're ready, Nolan. Scott, she's been doing that for 16 years, but uh, does it get any less impressive every time you see it? I, I'll tell you, um, Cyborg looked great. She looked clean. She put some nice combinations together. But Leslie really impressed me. I mean, I, I have, I don't think I can remember the last time Cyborg went five rounds. I mean, I, I honestly can't remember. You guys should research that because it's it's been a it's been it's been a long time. And Leslie, she had her mindset that she's just gonna, you know, fight her fight her heart out, and she did. And so 
I, I think this is a victory for Leslie in a way. And Cyborg looked uh, like a very smart, tactical, uh, not rushing, taking her, taking her time on her punches. And she did what she had to do. And, you know, and, and she looked great. For sure. And I mean, as a promoter, uh, how many how many fighters do you think that are that are there out there that can even compete with her at this point? I know she called out Kat Singano. Um, maybe there's a few others as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I just like Leslie, there's girls that call us all the time and say, uh, I want to fight Cyborg. And uh, it, uh, it it doesn't stop. It keeps coming. So, listen, these ladies want to challenge themselves. They want to fight the world's best and they know she's the goat. So they all have a, a bullseye for her. It's pretty unusual, I think, in MMA for a champion to kind of get on the microphone after a title defense and say who they want next. Do you, do you like that Zingano fight? Yeah, I mean, listen, that's one of the reasons we bought Kat here is that, you know, she has a victory, I believe, over Amanda Nunez. So uh, this is something that I think that uh, she came here to fight uh, Cyborg. And I think she's had a couple fights and she feels pretty good about it. You know, will we do that fight next? I'm not sure, but... Um, We'll definitely have a conversation, you know, next week with that, everybody. In the co-main event, Leandro Higo defeating Darion Caldwell. Uh, did you agree with that decision? And, and what do you do with Higo? He, he's great at bantamweight, but he misses weight a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one because, you know, I didn't see that fight, the exact scoring, like how, how it, it came out. Listen, I, I don't want to second guess the judges and the refs because that's a very tough job. Um, but I, I had it a little bit closer than, than what the score was. So, you know, to me, I thought that uh, DC looked good. I thought... Uh, he he was busy. He I thought he was, you know, doing what he had to do. And and he go, you know, he's a great fighter too. So, you know, he won the fight. He gets to advance. DC has to maybe rebound just a little bit and see, you know, what's next for him. But I think we're gonna keep both those kids busy and 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 get them going. And then the main card opener, Valerie Valerie Lareda getting her first professional loss. Um where what do you think her stock's at right now? Where do you think it's at? Do you as a promoter, are you still uh, very high on her future or what do you think she needs to do from here you know the one thing you have to remember about valerie is she's still a young fighter right she only has what four fights you know talk to me after here she has 10 11 12 fights then we'll have a, a better picture of that but um i was in there talking to dan because she works out at at&t in florida and um you know we said hey she's young she'll rebound she'll work on her ground game she'll you know eventually put it all together so she's got time and I know that, um, especially what Dan was telling me, he says, Scott, this girl is in the gym and she's throwing bombs at people. Like she wants to fight. You know, she wants to fight everybody all the time. So she's got that spirit. It's just, you know, put a little bit more pieces together, work on transitional, you know, elements of MMA. Uh, and, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll get it together. Mike? Scott? Congratulations on a, on a great night. I just had one question. It doesn't really regard to the card itself, but I know you've been asked a lot about the middleweight division and where Gegard Musasi is going to go. And I know you're planning on having him fight this summer. And I thought that the plan seemed to be that he would fight John Salter, but a couple of times in the broadcast, it was mentioned that Musasi was going to fight Tokov. Is that the fight or do, do we know where we're going with that? Yeah, that's the fight with Gegard is not decided, but I believe we'll, you know, have that fight together probably by the end of this week, uh, have a, a date. And, uh, you know, I want to talk to Gegard first uh, about his opponent before I get it out to the media, but Gegard will fight in the next few months and, um, you know, we'll, we'll announce opponents soon. 
And then uh, one last thing, Dan- Danny Sabatello came in on a week's notice and beat Brett Johnson. I know Brett was a highly touted free agent uh, from the UFC, comes over and Sabatello on six days notice goes in there and gets a dominant decision. Where do you think that puts him in the overall scheme at 135 pounds after tonight's win? I mean, definitely his stock went up. And, um, you know, the nice thing is on Monday after the uh, rankings come out, you'll see exactly how much his stock went up. John Carlo. Hi, Scott. Uh, great event tonight. Uh, just one question for me about the prelim uh, women's featherweight fight, Lama Court and Janae Harding. Uh, where do you make of uh, that fight and where do you see Lama Court going for you? Because she was another fighter who missed weight. Like, do you think that's going to jeopardize her ranking come this week? You know, um, you know, I mean, fighters should make weight and, um, you know, she traveled a long way and, you know, and didn't, didn't make it. But um, I'm sure the next time she fights, She'll be fine. This is the first time ever that I've heard of her missing weight. So I don't think it's an ongoing issue or an ongoing problem will be an ongoing problem. Um, but, um, you know, I thought Janae was actually on, on her way to, to win that fight. Then she got caught with that up kick and then she got submitted. But, hey, Leah's a tough girl. And, you know, she, she is the one that asked for that fight and, and actually wanted to step up her competition. So uh, hats off to her. Uh, and if, I, if, if Janae was here and I was talking to her, I'd tell her, hey, don't put your head down. You're doing great. And this is just another fight, another experience. And you just move forward from here. Chris. Hey, Scott, congratulations on a fantastic card again. Now, two-part question. First, they've been making noise. Kayla Harrison wants Cyborg. Cy- want, Cyborg wants Kayla Harrison. I know you have always said you love making super fights. You like, you know, work with other promoters. Do you see it possible that, if, you know, down the line, Cyborg Kayla Harris could happen, whether it's on ESPN, whether it's on CBS, something where it's that, you know, that big super fight that you love. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm all about it. It's depends on the timing, the business deal. Um, we haven't done a deal with, uh, with anybody. I mean, we haven't done a deal with anybody that I mean, with Kayla or her representation or, or, or uh, race company. So it's, 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 you know, there's some things to work out to get to that point. In the meantime, listen, we have plenty of girls to fight Cyborg, and and uh, Kayla sounds like she's going to be busy. But uh, at some point, I would love to see that fight, and uh, and I know Cyborg would too. And and if, if I'm Kayla, I'd want to fight her as well because, you know, Cyborg is the biggest star right now. So, you know, I, I think Kayla has a lot to, to, to gain by fighting uh, Chris Cyborg. And so uh, that's, that's something that could happen in the future. And you know, how it gets put together and the business deal, that's, that's going to be the, the, the devil's in the details. All right, we'll take a couple more. Darren? Scott, congratulations on another wonderful event there at Mohegan Sun. All of the matches on the main card, except the main event, technically went the distance. Is that something that you're happy about as a promoter? You know, I'll tell you, it's... When, when, when you look at tonight's card, I thought we had a great fight card and I'm proud of the fight card that we put together. And I thought, uh, you know, Mr. Van Sant's fight was unbelievable. I thought it was a great fight. Um, the, the main event, I think Chris probably looked the most seasoned I've ever seen her because usually she's a little bit busier, but this time she looked very tactical and very, um, very, very seasoned and a veteran, you know, that, that she is. So she didn't waste a lot of technique, didn't waste a lot of time. I thought she did what she had to do. 
Um, and then, um, you know, the, the fight with Valerie, I think that everybody, some, everybody got something out of tonight's event. So, um, but from top to bottom, I thought the fights were solid and they delivered. Maria. Hi, Scott, Maria with Doe and Bo's podcast. Uh, again, I have to agree. Wonderful event. I know you've already been asked about Valerie, but I'd like to kind of switch gears and ask about Hannah. Uh, she put on a fantastic performance, obviously winning the fight. And in her post-fight, she seemed to allude that she was unsure of her future um, at Bellator. So based on her performance and her win over Valerie, do we expect to see her in the rankings next week? And what does her future look like at Bellator? Well, I can, I can address the ranking. The ranking is really done by the media. And so the media will decide where she ends up in the ranking. Um, but, um, you know, listen, she beat Valerie. I thought, you know, she did a good job. She did what she had to do. Um, and, you know, to me, I think she'll, we'll definitely, you know, uh, work with her again. And you'll see her in the cage, you know, hopefully soon. Last one here, Gabriel. Hey, Scott, I just want to ask you, you announced uh, today that Juliana Velasquez will be making her title defense against Denise. I was just wondering uh, about the decision to have her fight Denise first. I think a lot of people were maybe thinking it would be Liz Carmouche. Yeah, I think that uh, this is a, something that we talked with the fight team internally. They felt really good about it, and uh, we pulled the trigger. And I'm telling you, this fight is going to be a barn burner. You know, a lot of people underestimate um, Denise Kehoe's MMA skills because she's uh, a world championship kickboxer. And uh, if you look at Juliana's style, she is a striker as well. So I think you're going to see fireworks on the July 16th card. 